BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way It's time to name the neglect from typical food advice. Welcome to the Find Your Food Voice podcast, hosted by me, Julie Duffy Dillon. I'm a registered dietitian with 20 years of experience partnering with folks just like you on their food peace journey. What have we learned? Well, cookie cutter approaches exclude too many people and you don't need to be fixed. It's not you. It's not me. It's all of us. Only together, we can start a movement and fix diet culture. And we will. Let's begin with now. Welcome to episode 297 of the Find Your Food Voice podcast. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, registered dietitian and partner on your food peace journey, no matter where you are on that food peace journey. And one thing I know to be true, I don't know who told me this, but I am so grateful for whoever did and who has reminded me along the way is the one thing we need to be true is that our bodies will always be changing. I not only am reminded of this from others, mentors that I am so grateful for, but I'm also reminded this every time I share that with my children. I have a 14-year-old and a nine-year-old. And you know what? We somehow are trying to be programmed by diet culture and all those oppressive systems all wrapped up into it that we should have only one body, one body size. And it should look how it's going to look when we're, I don't know, 16 or 18 for eternity in order to have health, independence, longevity, love, happiness. I hope you know that my eyes are rolling out the door as I'm saying this. And 
I am incredibly grateful for our guest today. One reason I'm grateful is this guest has written a letter to their own body. So this is kind of a combination episode. Not only is it a real real life episode where a listener is writing in a letter, it's also a pro talks episode because the person who wrote this letter is none other than Deborah Benfield. Deborah has been a mentor of mine for many years, probably 10, 15, I don't know, Deborah, how long? A long time. And I'm so grateful that she's been my mentor. And Deborah is someone who is shouting from the mountaintops. And I want everyone to hear how the aging, pro-aging movement is lacking in body diversity. And it's not going to be liberating unless it includes all bodies. So I'm really excited to bring this episode for you. And no matter what season you're in, I hope you can keep it in your pocket for when you need it because we all are going to need it. If we're lucky enough to live longer, our bodies are going to change and we want everyone to have the connections they need to move through that season. So what we're going to get to next is a quick word from our sponsor and then we're going to hear Deborah's letter to her body. All right, so we'll be right back. We are welcoming back Ovofolic as a Find Your Food Voice sponsor. What is Ovofolic? Well, it's an inositol supplement. I noticed that most people with PCOS take an inositol supplement, yet they don't really know why. Did you know that inositol supplementation helps lower insulin, androgens, cholesterol, and improves many PCOS symptoms? So far, researchers are suggesting that those with insulin resistance, including people with PCOS, probably have a defect or deficiency of these inositols, provoking those intense primal carb cravings, painful fatigue, and irregular periods. Supplementing with inositol along with eating enough, very, very important, (laughs) can significantly improve PCOS symptoms long-term. So Elon Healthcare They make Ovofolic, and I've gotten to know their medical director, Dr. Perry, over the last few years. I love that Elon Healthcare is female-owned and run. It's a small Canadian company that has excellent customer service and only uses high-quality ingredients. They really care about the folks they're serving, and it comes through in these customer service interactions. So inositol supplementation, I know it's an important part of managing PCOS for many people, and Ovofolic is a great way to get that. So just for Find Your Food Voice listeners, get 15% off using the code PCOSPOWER at checkout. So remember, it's all one word, PCOSPOWER at checkout. We'll put a link to it in the show notes, but I'm going to say it here just in case you want to jot it down. It's elonhealthcare.ca backslash discount backslash PCOSPOWER. So again, use the coupon code PCOSPOWER at checkout to get 15% off. All right, let's get on with the episode. Dear body, you have carried me through 63 years of life with the ability to adapt and support me through changes and phases. You allowed me to play hard and long with complete abandon when I was a kid. But in my teens and 20s, I started looking at you with a critical eye. I thought I had to manipulate and trick you into a shape the world convinced me was beautiful. 
And when I was in my 30s and early 40s, you sustained me as a single mom passionate about building my career. I'm grateful that what I learned and practiced as an RD treating clients with eating disorders protected me from falling into a diet and wellness culture mindset. However, I know I pushed you far too hard. Thank you for hanging in there and tolerating my tendency to drive you further that was in your best interest. I rarely stopped to consider the care you needed and deserved. There were many times that I completely took you for granted. Thank you for showing up time after time, despite the fact you were not rested or restored. I became a yoga teacher in my late 40s and 50s and started to develop a much kinder relationship with you. I began to listen to you and realize the wisdom you steadfastly held for me. I created a much healthier relationship with you by respecting your requests and trusting your ability to let me know what you needed. The traumas of my life began to surface, and I realized that I needed to slow down so that you did not have to hold my pain and fear for me. I could metabolize and process my pain so these wounds could heal. Now that I'm in my 60s, I realized that you need a little bit more of my attention and care. I started reading up on how I can best care for you in this critical chapter because I want to be able to feel vital and adventurous. The problem is, this is not so easy to figure out. The anti-aging industry is holding hands with the diet and wellness industrial complex, pushing an agenda I am not interested in. When I finally find a pro-aging account to follow or group to join, they still seem to value appearance appearing thin and young. This mess does not fit with my values. Yet, I sometimes feel vulnerable to all these ideas because I fear becoming irrelevant, fragile, and tired. Even though I know they are playing on ageist and ableist beliefs, this is not an easy navigation and I feel very alone. I'll do my best to protect the relationship we've created and not betray your trust. It's hard out here. Hey, Deborah. Hey, Julie. So nice to chat with you. Thanks for coming yes. on. Thank you for inviting me and for being here for this. I um, am so grateful for you for many reasons. But as I was just about to mention this to you before we pushed record, but I was like, oh, eventually. <laughs> <laughs> but as like a as a forty seven year old, I appreciate mm -hmm. you um, writing this letter and exploring this, and like you're basically you have like a machete out clearing the brush for me as I'm going to go mm -hmm. next after you. Yeah. So, yeah. so much gratitude. Um, with that all being said, what was it like for you to write this letter? Yeah, I wrote it. And rewrote it several times because my relationship with my body now is so much easier. So it's hard to remember sometimes the struggles because I want femme identifying uterus carrying and women folks to understand that it's so much easier after 
you get through menopause. Mm. <laughs> Could you tell so... me about that? Like what, what is it about that? Because, you know, at 47, I'm definitely like Perry all the way. Yeah. And yeah. I woke up with a migraine, which has been a yeah. part of my life going through mm-hmm. this. Like what, besides not mm-hmm. having migraines, which sounds wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. What's, I still get what's migraines easy? every now and then because migraines were a part of my cycle too. And yeah. so now what triggers a migraine is stress and not sleeping mm. well, which is also part of some people's mm. aging process. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's all golden daisies, buttercups over here. I'm just <laughs> saying it's, I, in my opinion, in my experience, so much easier than perimenopause. And, you know, all of the research I've been doing on aging makes me very aware of the fact that midlife is really hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a lot to look forward to with what I think is a little bit past that. People are really holding on to the word, the, the framing around midlife a little too long, in my opinion. Ah. <laughs> You know, I think it feels safe to talk about midlife and it gets scary for a lot of us to talk about, no, we're past that, really. You know what that reminds me of? I don't know if it's an exact kind of parallel, but I remember talking to someone once about um, financial status and class. Like everyone wants to be middle class. No one wants to be um, upper um, or, you know, in the 1% or to admit it. Um, I know it's kind of different, but that's it. It just reminded me of that, you know, to admit I'm no longer in midlife, but yeah. further along, right. it brings up all those yeah. fears, I guess. Is that part of it? Or do you think it's, it goes deeper than that too? Well, we can talk about the fear because I think that's important to talk about because I think it's important for us to talk about the vulnerabilities that happen mm. around aging and how wellness culture to me gets even more seductive Mm. because of the fear, because of the fact that all the stories about your body changing, of course, and that's a whole nother, we could definitely talk about that too. Mm -hmm. Losing independence, one of my favorite things to talk about because independence is a myth. (laughs) And actually not a healthy place to be, even though in our culture, we're white knuckled around remaining independent and Mm -hmm. fearing the loss of that. Mm -hmm. But in reality, it's so much healthier to have connection and interdependence. And none of us are actually truly independent anyway. It's a myth. So busting through some of those myths is what I'm all about right now, because I feel like your machete <laughs> metaphor applies in some ways because mm-hmm. I I have not been able to find what I'm looking for and therefore I'm creating what I was looking for mm-hmm. because all that I'm finding around pro-aging and aging as living and like really having like an aging liberation movement has not brought in like body diversity. Mm. I haven't been able to find it. I haven't been able to find the conversation around anti-diet and biodiversity as a piece. It feels left out, which is probably not a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I also, think it's really important to bring it in. Right. Yeah. 
um, what I remember learning about um, midlife, menopause, and beyond was that need for support to -hmm. go through um, changes, like just how the body changes and then also like how relationships are changing. And, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. you know, I think about if someone was a caregiver and no longer a caregiver, someone's in a relationship, no longer in a relationship, how those are just pretty common um, experiences and um, support being the number one thing that we need in those transitions and how... um, I'm laughing because I'm like, that. that's where I can see diet culture being like, yep. well, I'll support you. Yes. Go to the Friends. gym. Yeah. Um, or get a facelift. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Do all those things. Um, I, um, and I'm laughing. Some, I, get, I think I laugh when I think about it um, personally and how it's like, yep, I'm seeing that. Seeing that like Botox parties. Um really the focus on um, maintaining that kind of relevance and independence when yeah. it's all mm-hmm. a big old pile of bullshit. And, and then the pile. Yeah. And on then top it's like, of another pile. I mean, it just feels like right. an additional pile on top of the diet culture bullshit pile. They, that That's, we've all been navigating all along. But the yes. one thing we need is support and it like blocks that actual like Mm -hmm. I mean, as I say that, I'm like, well, maybe it's providing a little support in a sense, like connection with others talking about these things. Just like diet culture. I mean, there's so many parallels. I mean, like living in a fat body is not a health issue, but weight stigma is. Yes. Yeah. Being in an older body is not a health issue, but ageism is. Right. There's so many parallels. When you start looking at this, it's like. It's blowing my mind. Everything yeah. I'm learning is like, and the same, and the same. And so it's mm-hmm. like it's got this cumulative effect. Mm-hmm. And fighting our way out of that is, I'm on fire. I'm on fire about how, you know, my t-shirt today says, invisible my ass. Because I love I, it. <laughs> I'm a little bit, which I have to give the artist a plug, the F your AJ Beauty Statterns, you know her, I'm sure. Yes, I love that. It's on Instagram. We'll put it in the show notes, like that account. I love Mm -hmm. her stuff so much. I was wondering, Mm -hmm. like, I knew you knew about that account, but like, is that one of the very few that you have found that is pro-aging and also like... Well, I'm seeing pro-aging and this is where I get really upset because Mm -hmm. I am, you know, looking far and wide for mm-hmm. pro-aging accounts and programs and groups. And it's just full of the same, same beauty ideal. It's still the same, super thin, super like just fits the ideal that we all carry all the time from media. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find diversity. Yeah, I found yeah. a couple of European accounts. Okay, nice. <laughs> so it's time to bring it over on this continent. <laughs> the yes. continent you and I live on. Um. <laughs> yes, yes. We have, I'm hopeful that this movement, and I think there is a movement now, this pro-edging mm-hmm. movement, is going to bring, to start to widen the the view and consider body diversity. 
That's I hope so. But really important. Well, and I hold really close to my heart the and the belief that you know uh, body diversity is our as a strength of our world and um even if there's just a few people who are um standard deviations either way like everyone's mm-hmm. body is valuable and um mm-hmm. and i remember talking to um i don't know if i'm saying this word right i word correctly gerontologist um, yes. maybe okay um at an eating disorder conference probably at least 10 years ago if not more um, about how it was typical for humans to gain weight throughout life right. as a protective part of the aging process until right. we're around 70 and that helps mm-hmm. us to survive longer. Right. And so again, I'm like, I, even if there's one or 2% that's in a larger body, I don't care, I mean, though, that's not right. <laughs> it, it still deserves... Um, access, equity, and all that. But it's also really interesting that gaining weight is a protective part of aging as per this Mm -hmm. gerontologist. Mm -hmm. And more of us are going to experience that. Um, And what about the conversation of diet culture is then not only harmful because like, you know, oppression, but also preventing this like, innate type of process mm-hmm, that our body has mm-hmm. to help us mm-hmm. feel okay longer, you know, and yeah. uh, to have energy mm-hmm. longer and to meet our needs longer. That's yeah. really fucked up. And I love telling yes. people that. And most of the time people do not believe me. They are, they look at me like mm-hmm. I just said, the earth is flat. Mm-hmm. I am 100% <laughs> same experience over and over again. And uh, with protective of your bone health is protective of when the next virus comes through town pneumonia all the things it's so protective so i try to break it down and help people see but you and i know that the opposite message about thin is best Mm -hmm. just that myth that that's also not true i mean providing the data that shows that that is all about weight bias. And mm-hmm. actually, when you look at the actual data, the thinnest are not the healthiest. That's yeah. not true. That's not right. true. And right. they don't live the longest either. Correct. But the thing is, the fear, the fear makes humans grasp. Can't, fear just makes humans grasp. Ooh, and the thing word. to grasp right now that's, being kind of marketed heavily, I pulled the numbers up just before we got on about the trillions of dollars. <laughs> the trillions. The trillions. It's that high now. Trillions. Yes. And if you, I mean, I didn't even actually, sorry, didn't put and find anything that was additive. It was separate, mm-hmm. ages marketing and diet and wellness culture marketing. So who knows what, mm-hmm. what the additive effect is. But it's trillions globally. And so having those waves hit you constantly, Mm -hmm. as we know they do, makes you feel like there's only one thing to grasp. Mm -hmm. And that is to be thinner, Mm -hmm. to eat a certain anti-inflammatory, keto, certainly, you know, carb phobic, all the things. 
carb But in reality, oh. we know. I mean, I have, you would not believe the stack of books that I pulled to have beside of me just to kind of make me feel better. But there's so much research now on brain health and gut health that goes the opposite direction. That's not, it's just such a mess. This, yes. Such We're not preparing ourselves, like our future selves, to go through the season by relying on diet culture. And I can picture those waves, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm like mm-hmm. starting to experience some of those with mm-hmm. um, at 47. And um, yeah, the diet culture ones, they look like really strong mm-hmm. buoys. But like, <laughs> yeah, it's, and we know how that can flip on you. How, oh, oops, yeah, those buoys are know, flip-flopping. Yeah. One hundred percent. Who's in control anymore? I was, you kind of have lost yourself. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's much smarter to stay with your body. To stay yeah. with like trusting your body. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. that's scary and hard, but as your body changes, to try to really befriend. And well, go yeah, ahead. I was. Well, I I want to definitely. I want you to say what you need to say, but one of the things I want to mention to you was in your letter you mentioned. Um, Oh gosh, let me look back at it again. You said, you know, in your 30s and 40s, um, <sighs> your body sustained you as a single mom, passionate about building your career. And then you you mentioned, you know, kind of going into your 40s and 50s. And I think that's when I met you, when you were like newly a yoga teacher or almost a yoga teacher, which I was like, oh, I remember mm-hmm. that. But then basically coming to a place where things started to... I don't think you used that. I'm trying to figure out which where you said this. Maybe I was just picturing it, but I, I was picturing like for me in my 30s, it there was just so much. Um there was just so much. And yeah. it was lots yes. of chaos. And yes. I think that was probably because you and I both raised children. You know, mine are 14 and nine, so still raising, but like um uh, once the dust settled from a lot of that chaos and I was moving mm-hmm. into my 40s, it was like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> and um, I think for a lot of us, um, our bodies have changed because they always change. And mm-hmm. for, I feel really grateful too about working in this um, conversation of rejecting diets and um, working towards body liberation for all like that. I I feel grateful every day that I have like this this has been a normal part of my like brain conversation because it has really right. helped me in this season and I think about right. a listener who maybe that dust has settled from their 30s mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. moving into their 40s and 50s and they're not used to embodiment right right um they haven't been in their body in so long right <laughs> like um right they haven't been nourished. Right. You know, and maybe they've been eating quote unquote enough, but like they haven't really mm-hmm. been um, there while they're mm-hmm. eating and made their own plate, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. They, they were just always eating off someone else's plate as they were right. raising these little humans. What are some like first steps to just start yeah. to be in your body and start to normalize that? So I think I'm going to sound a lot like a yoga teacher, 
Well, you are a yoga teacher, so that doesn't surprise me never. <laughs> the first things that come to my mind are just like so like yoga. But I I just any tiny little place that you can connect and give yourself some space. You, I mentioned in my letter slowing down, the importance of slowing down and yeah. realizing that my body was carrying wisdom that I had. Mm. That and healing and all sorts of things that I needed to lean into. And that I don't think you can access that unless you actually create tiny minute, minute and a half connection points. So the way that I do this and the way that I teach this is like whenever your phone dings or if you're between an appointment or if you're at a stoplight or there's any like interruption in your life to see if you can just notice your senses or notice connection with your seat. And if it's safe and accessible to also notice your breath, any tiny little connections like, Hey, just like I I put my hand on my, my hand on my chest and one hand on my belly. And I know that that's not always easy or accessible, but to just have a little like, Hey, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it literally is like a relationship that you're trying to like yes. really foster. Yeah. Like listening is how we have healthy relationships, really passionate listening, how we develop trust through consent building. I, I talk a lot about, is there a way that you can have that conversation around consent? Like, so do you really, how are you feeling about eating this? salad versus this peach cobbler or ice cream. I mean, really consent conversation around body. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds really bizarre, but sounds I just important. think about healthy relationships mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to me is consistent, consists of strong listening, taking time, attending to, yeah, really attending to and trusting and consent asking, consent building. Mm. So same, same with body slowly over time. And when you started talking about the listener who had been like living in the chaos and also maybe pulled into diet culture, I started thinking about the conversations I've been having, especially since I've been talking about this aging piece. And women are very caught in the fear of becoming invisible. Yes. We yes. we live in a culture that we have a double whammy of sexism and ageism crash boom. And so mm-hmm. the belief is that, well, I must stay thin. I must, I must stay thin. Cute. Yeah. Cute. I must stay cute. Oh, it didn't. It wasn't like that when I was watching my mother's friends. This, this is a new phenomenon. Ooh, this, that's this interesting. Is, Mm-mm, this is new. And it was yeah. okay to, to look however you looked. And mm-hmm. now I just think there's so much pressure mm-hmm. to stay like shopping at certain places and and we being careful with my language. And yeah. then there are the folks <laughs> that have done a lot of work and then they get something from the doctor's appointment or like they get a little bit of a health. Care and they get like 
very frightened that they're going to be pulled back into having to be in another restrictive place with food. And they're terrified that they're going to get pulled back into the old mm-hmm. way after mm-hmm. they found some freedom. So there are lots of different ways that women experience aging. I'm sorry I'm saying women so much, but that's that's when I'm developing a program, developing a program for women. So mm-hmm. yeah. because, because of this double standard piece. And so I should mm-hmm. say femme identifying mm-hmm. and women same. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's true for everybody. I say there's some universality everybody. for any yeah. gender. Yeah. It's true for everybody. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um yeah. Mm, there's so much that I'm like hearing you say, and I can see how this will be so valuable for someone who is just starting to step into relating to what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. See, you know, someone holding on to, mm-hmm. especially those who are recovering from an eating disorder, maybe yes. even have for decades but yes. stumbling into this transition or yes. just change and again yes. other changes may be going on in their life too um how diet culture is just going to be sitting there waiting but i'm telling this you could be waiting it. too that's <laughs> it yes this could be waiting too and we just need to amplify the fact that most of our fear of aging is built in mythology there's mm. So much to look at around really good books to read, podcasts to listen to around how like dementia is actually decreasing. Yeah. Nursing homestays are decreasing despite the fact that we're having an aging population. Becca Levy's work on like beliefs around aging and how that completely changes your actual health outcomes. I mean, Mm. mindset Mindset is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Like if you have the biomarker for Alzheimer's, but you have positive age beliefs, you are much, 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 much less likely to actually get Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. There's like a seven and a half year age dif- time longevity difference. Yeah. If you have positive age beliefs, it's real. The, the research is compelling. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it sounds not like be what, so afraid, right? And it sounds like the the pro aging type of things that you're finding are so interwoven with diet culture. It's kind of like defeating the purpose, you know. So hopefully, as you have that machete out, and you are like <laughs> clearing the way, there's other people with their machetes too doing the same thing. And I know there are, but like there are. Hopefully, y'all will connect and make it like a lawnmower instead or something. I don't know. I love a yep. weird cheesy metaphor. Um, so if someone is like, I need Deborah in my life, um, tell me about um, what you're working on right now that could help them. So I'm available for one-on-one, but I'm also developing a group coaching program that will start in September and that will run for eight weeks. And it's a hundred percent about what we're talking about today. It's about maintaining a true intention to age with vitality, but to bring in the the body liberation piece, to bring in the respect, the body diversity piece as a process over eight weeks. Fabulous. That sounds so needed. I'm very excited. Yes. So where can people find you to get more information? So I'm all over social, DL Benfield, RDN, and my Website, it's just my name, 
I'm trying to keep it very simple. Deborah yes. Benfield. Yeah. Then dot com. It, dot com. Okay. Awesome. Yep. Well, we'll put everything yep. in the show notes. Yep. Oh, I know I could talk to you for another hour at least. <laughs> But we gotta go. Happily. Happily. Yes. Thank you. Um, we'll have to we'll have to connect offline and continue our conversation. Keep talking. Uh, Keep talking about this. But I am so grateful for you to be on this podcast, grateful for you personally, just in my life to be that supportive person to help me to make my next 10, 20, 30, whatever years I have left easier and be more supported. So Absolutely. Um, I appreciate thank you all you, around. Julie. Thank <laughs> you, Julie. Thank you so much. I love your podcast. So thank you. Thank you. So there you have it. Thank you so much, Deborah, for sharing your letter to your body, sharing your lived experience, and also in sharing with us your expertise. Be sure, listener, to check out our offerings at DebraBenfield.com, including her Aging with Vitality and Body Liberation group coaching option. I hope you enjoyed this episode. This is something that is just not getting enough airtime. We need to include a pro-aging movement that does, like on purpose, (laughs) include body diversity. I want you, the listener, to be seen in this conversation too. So let's keep talking about it. I want to say a very special thank you to the makers of Ovofolic for sponsoring this episode. Grab their link in the show notes. And you can also check out all of my current offerings at julieduffydillon.com, including my PCOS Power course, which will be open for enrollment again really soon, September 20th. So you can get to that at julieduffydillon.com. All right. I see that Deborah's body has written back. And before we get to the letter, I look forward to talking with you next week for another episode of the Find Your Food Voice podcast. But until then, take care. Dear body, you are doing such tough, hard work, and we are grateful. Your own struggles to stay connected, seen, and cute while your body changed with aging has been so much to hold. We know diet culture has offered itself as a buoy in those waves. It is offering support while you grasp the fears of losing independence and that cuteness. Thank you for offering to contribute, to clear the brush for those behind you, to clear the air of the myth of independence and also teaching us how fatness protects bones and protects us when the next virus hits. Thank you for teaching us that aging is not a health issue, rather ageism is, especially when it does not center all bodies, fat bodies, queer bodies, black bodies, indigenous bodies. Pro-aging can only contribute to liberation when it includes all bodies. Continue to give your students and yourself those tiny moments to slow down and create connection points within ourselves and each other. Because like you always say, we are all connected. Doing this for you provides mentorship for those coming up after you. And for that, we are so very grateful. Love your body. Thank you for listening. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, and this is the Find Your Food Voice podcast ready to join the anti-diet movement and take the Food Voice Pledge? 
Go to julieduffydillon.com and sign your name to the growing list of people saying no to diets and yes to their own food voice. The Find Your Food Voice podcast is produced by me, Julie Duffy Dillon, and my team of kick-ass folks. I couldn't make the show without Yelly Cruz, assistant producer and resident book fiend, and Colleen Brebner, customer service coordinator and professional hype master. Audio editing is from Toby Lyles at 24 Sound. Music is Fly Free by Hartley. Are you looking for episode transcripts? Get them at julieduffydillon.com, where you can also submit letters for the podcast, give us feedback, and sign the Food Voice Pledge. We need your voice to end diet culture. We literally can't do this without you. Subscribe to the Find Your Food Voice podcast to get weekly inspiration and education on how we can defeat diet culture and reclaim our own food voice. I look forward to seeing you here next week for another episode of the Find Your Food Voice podcast. Take care. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.